everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Friday to you all. I hope that you're having a fantastic day. Whether your day is just beginning in the middle or towards the end, um, regardless of when you're listening to this and um, when your day is beginning and, and maybe you work a different like uh, shift than people normally do if you work nights or maybe you work um, swing shift, whatever it may be, I hope that you're having a really great day and I just want to encourage you to just remember that it's the weekend and I understand it's probably not everyone's weekend for sure for sure some people work over the weekends um, and for sure everyone has a different schedule but whenever your weekend is if it's now if it starts after you work today or if it's coming in a few days just just really take at least a portion of it to be calm and to just enjoy it just enjoy it some downtime for yourself um, but today if you're having a hard day I always encourage everyone to do the five minute reset which is to take at least five minutes to be by yourself and give yourself an opportunity to reset reboot restart get come back to baseline and just try again and just kind of reset your day so that you don't have to live in any sort of stress or anger or any sort of moody moods that you may have been in. Um, it also gives you an opportunity to take a break from any burdens, problems, issues that you are currently dealing with so you can just kind of take a breath and just feel released for a moment um, before you have to take those things back up again and deal with them. Also, if you are dealing with a problem face-to-face with someone, um, I would take some time to problem solve so that you're able to go back whenever you have to deal with that problem again with a resolution so you can be able to move past it as soon as possible. Also, I always encourage everyone to make a list of at least four things that you are grateful for. And those can be really small things, really big things, or medium-sized things. You can be grateful for um, being able to spend uh, more time with your children if you haven't been able to do that lately. You can be grateful for someone and coming and visiting you or staying with you in your home. That's super awesome. You can be grateful that something that you've been looking forward to for months is finally happening, whether it's a vacation or some sort of um, opportunity with a hobby or a creative outlet that you have, Um, or maybe it is just uh, some sort of like sporting event that you get to attend or be a part of, whatever it may be, um, you can be grateful for it, and that allows you to have a never-ending list of things to be grateful for, which is absolutely fantastic. It doesn't have to be all these big grandiose things that people talk about on the regular. Um, You should definitely be grateful for those things too, but you can be grateful for even the most minuscule things in your life. And last but not least, before you leave your five-minute reset, make sure that you're feeling at least neutral, if not positive, about the rest of your day so that you can just enjoy your day a little bit more. And I'm not here to diminish your feelings or whatever you're going through. However, I do want to encourage you to try, um, especially with your gratitude list that you created, try to feel at least neutral about your day. And, you know, um, taking the time to make your gratitude list and really think through it and write it down will help to really change your perspective and shift your mindset and um, have you thinking in a more positive light than focusing so hard on the bad and negative things that are happening to you and you will be able to navigate all of those negative things so much easier if you spend more time focusing on the positive so just a suggestion if you're having a hard day try that out however I do hope that you're having a fantastic day this Friday. Just a reminder that this week we were talking about how to be supportive. And today, Friday, we are going to end it on another with another list of things, even though the last two days, now three, have been lists. But, you know, I love lists here all last week. Um, not last week, week before last. 
all I did was list for five days straight and you guys seem to actually like those. So if that is something that you are um, interested in um, and you want more, just like lists, kind of like that, like top 10 lists, top eight lists, whatever it may be, I encourage you to come let me know on Instagram at uh, Real Positive Girl Podcast or at Sabrina Joy Perozo or check the description box for my email address and send me any questions, comments, concerns, progress that you have for future topics. I would love that. I would love any feedback you want to give to me or just to say hi. Um, so today, again, we're going to end it with a list as we do mostly on Fridays and talk about things to not do when you're trying to be supportive. So the whole week we talked about things you should do and today we're going to talk about things not to do, which is, I feel just as helpful. So let's go ahead and just jump right in. Let's have a little chat about what you shouldn't do when you are trying to encourage someone. And I do want to mention that I understand you might mean well and that we should let people help in the way they want to. That is definitely a philosophy that I truly believe. And I learned that actually from um, John Hodgman. If you don't know who he is, he is a writer and um, kind of like a kind of like a comedian, not necessarily a stand up comedian, but he's super funny. And he's also has his own podcast on the Max Fun uh, podcasting network called Judge John Hodgman, where he is an internet judge and he adjudicates cases between couples, friends, whomever for silly things that they're all ruffled up about. It's hilarious. Check it out if you want. He's one of my favorites. Um, he's also wrote a few books uh, that are really great. And I think he used to be a writer on The Daily Show. So anyway, I learned that philosophy from John Hodgman, believe it or not, on a podcast that I listened to of his, that we should let people help in the way that they want to help. I truly believe that. However, some things just should be avoided. There are just certain things that just should not be done when you are trying to actually give someone help and support them. And if you're wanting some tips on what to do to help someone, please listen to the previous episodes from this week to get those tips because that's all I did for the last four days. And today I'm just going in the opposite so that we can round it all out. Let's start with some things you shouldn't say when trying to support someone. Don't try to spin their negative into a positive. Like, just don't do it. I understand you may want to offer encouragement and try to help them look on the bright side, but usually that is not what someone wants in the thick of dealing with their pain and problems. They don't want you to spin it. They don't want you to say things like, well, at least you're healthy if they're, if like your spouse or your partner is not doing well or has been diagnosed with some sort of um, illness, like saying things like, well, at least, you know, you're feeling better or, you know, at least uh, this or this or this, you know, trying to bring up all these positive things in your life. And, you know, the thing I want to say about that is like, you might mean well, you probably do. But the problem with that is that they are so focused on what is happening that saying those things saying those things are not going to help and it's not going to shift or change their mindset or their perspective on what's happening and yes we all need to be reminded of the positive things in our life and I'm sure that that person is grateful that it's not happening to both of them at the same time but that is not the time to bring it up the time to bring that up is like well down the line if you actually know them well enough to say candid things like that and but they already know that those are just obvious things you don't need to point out obvious things of like well at least this that and the other like yes it might it might in theory help them shift their mindset and their perspective into feeling more grateful and um to like i talk about in the five minute reset every every at the top of every episode to focus more on the positive to help you get through the negative but i feel like there's a very specific time and place for you to bring that up and generally it's not needed 
and it can be um, that can be attacked in a different way in a different way the conversation can go also don't try to minimize or diminish their pain what they are going through matters whether you understand it or not don't downplay it and don't make them feel bad for how for feeling how they do about it I'm sorry guys I keep just knocking on things it's so getting a little too animated over here while I'm recording um but yeah do not diminish or minimize their pain and that is something I mentioned that at the top of the show when I'm talking about the five minute reset because I am not trying to tell you you know what I'm trying to tell you to try your hardest to focus more on the positive to get through the negative I always say that I'm not here to diminish your feelings I'm really not I'm just saying that if you you know wanted to shift your mindset to uh focus on the gratitude list it will help you get through those hard things but whether you can do that every single day I'm not saying that you can or that you want to um, but just remember that that opportunity is there however you don't want to go around diminishing what they're feeling just be like like if someone announces that they have cancer or that they've recently got a divorce or that they lost their job you know you don't want to be like oh you'll find another one it's no big deal like another job or be like if they are talking about getting divorced be like oh no that's fine you'll find someone else like, yeah, those things are true, but they probably already know those things and they don't need to be reminded of those things when they're in the thick of their pain, right? That's not going to help them feel better because those aren't promises that you're giving them either. And unless you are going to promise that you can find someone for them or that, um, you know, that they will be able to recover or whatever it may be, they'll be able to get a new job, then it's not, ne- it's not needed to be saying, do you know what I mean? I'm just, it's just not necessary, And you don't want to diminish what they're feeling because maybe in your heart of hearts, you believe that someone is being overdramatic about whatever has happened. Like it reminds me of the episode of Gilmore Girls where um, everyone comes to awake for, um, I forget her name. It's whoever Lorelai and Rory's neighbor is, you know, the gal with the guy that plays the piano. If you've seen the show, then you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, you're like, oh, Sabrina, come on, move on. But anyway, uh, there's an episode in the first season of Gilmore Girls where the cat, and I, if I'm spoiling anything, I apologize, but I don't think it's like that crucial uh, to the storyline. But anyway, the cat the cat dies and then the whole town since it's such a small town comes to her home and brings food as if it's like a funeral for a person but it's actually a funeral for a wake I mean a few funeral for a cat awake for a cat and so you know maybe you might think and there was even people in the show were like like seriously like this is a wake for a cat and she's like well yeah it's important like everyone knew the cat but so maybe you think that whatever they're going through is they're blowing it out of proportion they're being super dramatic that's fine but just that's fine. They just let them grieve. Let them feel how they want to feel. There will be someone else that is much closer to them, unless you are the person that's directly attached to them. You know what I mean? Um, that's going to bring them back down to earth or kind of help them settle, you know? And if you are that person, then I'm sure that you'll find the most tactful moment to do that. Um, but even if you don't, just let them feel what they're going to feel for a while. You know, let them feel it out. Let them get through it. Because usually if you just let people get through whatever their emotions are, they'll be able to come out the other other end, um, better understanding what's happening, or at least like letting it all flow and then figuring out the whole mess. You know what I mean? You got to get through that really, um, 
full place of emotions and just not even knowing how you're feeling and um, especially if you're going through something really hard where your emotions are up and down and everywhere and you just cry at a drop of a hat or just want to sleep in bed for like half the day you just got to let them feel and then ask them what they need and assist them from there okay one of the best things to not say to someone is any advice unless asked okay unless asked and this is such a hard one for me because I'm such an inherent problem solver I like to help people I like to give advice and I like to problem solve um, and either I know there could be a few circumstances that could warrant you doing doling out advice without being asked if you know them well enough like if you're super 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 close like I would say within like two degrees of them um, but more often than not don't do it just don't do it you don't need to give advice maybe they'll ask like what should I do or should I do this or what path should I take next or blah 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 like okay fine answer the question but don't just walk up to them and be like you know what you should do you should do these 10 steps that I'm about to give you like I know that sounds a little extreme and dramatic but you know what I mean you don't need to just go around offering free advice for the sake of it um, and think that that is supporting that person because it's not it's not unless they ask there is no need to be doling out free advice even though you're like well this is free and this is my time and this is the way I want to help and Sometimes the way we want to help is not the best way. Sometimes we make mistakes when we decide how to help. Sometimes we are led in the wrong direction of what to do because we are thinking it um, how it's all about us and not about them. And I think that also in the way to help people best is also to find a way that will actually help them more than it's going to help you. So consider that. Um, But yeah, I would just say don't give out advice unless they ask. Just don't do it. You don't need to. Just save it. Write it down if you think you're going to forget it. And then when they come and ask or maybe um, someone that's been talking to them will ask you because they think you will know the answer if you are very experienced and knowledge in what's happening, then you can tell them them. Then you can tell that person and that person will tell the other person. So just don't do it. It'll keep, it'll keep you out of trouble a little bit. And um, yeah, just don't do it. <laughs> um And make sure you do not jump into telling your own story or a story from someone else that seems relatable to what your person needing support is going through. Comparison is not helpful and not wanted most of the time. If they ask for it or the conversation seems like it is leading there, fine, share the story. But unless one of those two things is happening, don't do it. Do not just jump into like if someone's like, oh my gosh, I just found out that my mom has stage four cancer and you're like, oh my gosh, that happened to me too with my aunt and blah, 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 blah. Or you're like, oh my gosh, that happened to this guy that I work with and this is what he did and this is how he was going. Like you see how that immediately jumps to being all about you or all about someone else when if you're trying to support someone, it needs to be all about them in that moment. So don't just jump into stories. Maybe if you feel like you really need to get something out there, just be like, oh, hey, I relate to this on a personal level. Let me know if you'd like to hear what I did or how I dealt with it. And then leave it at that. Don't just jump into your story. And even that's a little bit much, but if you really are having a hard time holding yourself back, I encourage you just to say that. Just to be like, hey, just let me know if you want to hear how I dealt with it or how my really close friend Bob dealt with it. Um, Just let me know and I'll tell you about it. I feel like that's the most safest way you can do it if you really have to say something about it. Otherwise, don't do it because it's not about you. It's about them. It's not about you. It's about them. In addition to the last point, do not try to one-up their problem either. Don't try to make your own experience with their current issue higher than 
it's higher than theirs. It's not about you right now. It's about them. Again, I feel like that's a theme. It's not about you. When you're trying to support someone and help them and be empathetic, it's about them. And yeah, don't try to one-up their story. Don't be like, they're like, oh my gosh, you know, I um, just lost my job. They just like let me go all of a sudden. And you can, don't be like, oh my gosh, that's what happened to me. And you know, it was so much worse because all of these three reasons. That's not going to help them. How is that going to make them feel better? You think it's going to make them feel better because it's not, their experience doesn't seem as bad as your experience when in, in reality, it's, it's still bad. You know, you can't take that away. You can't take away the pain that they're experiencing and how it's going to hurt them and what they have to endure to move forward. And your story is not going to do that either. So why would you do that? Why would making theirs, diminishing theirs, again, diminishing their experience and their feelings, how is that going to help, you know? You're just really jumping into a story that's all about you and how that they should feel sorry for you because your experience was so much worse, so much more worse than theirs. And that's not, it's not about you. It's about, it's about them. (laughs) Let's now talk about some actions you should avoid when trying to be supportive. I only have a couple here. So Um, the first one is don't try to ditch the tough conversations. Yes, you might feel awkward. And yes, you might, you might feel like you don't know what to say. And yes, you might be scared to say something wrong. I've heard that one a lot. But just admit you don't know what to say and sit with them in their pain. You have to, you have to, you can't just be like, like, let's say someone comes up to you and is like, oh my gosh, my husband, she just told me that he wants to get a divorce. And you're like, oh my gosh, that's so terrible. But hey, you know, actually I got to run and it's going to seem so suspect. It's going to seem so awkward, um, even more awkward than just standing there in silence and being like, oh my gosh, that's terrible. Like, you know, don't try to run away from those tough conversations. Don't try to avoid them. Just learn how to be okay with not knowing what to say if that's your issue and be okay with sitting with them with their pain. So, you know, again, as I mentioned, um, I think on Wednesday's episode, like the best statements to say to be supportive, just admit that you don't know what to say. Just be like, oh my gosh, that sounds terrible. I don't know what to say to you at this point, but I am here to support you and I'm here to listen if you want to talk about it. And that's all you have to do. You see how simple and easy that was? That's literally all you have to do. So just give them the time and day to just spend some time with them and just listen. And that's all they really need. They don't need you to run away. Please don't run away. Please don't make it awkward. And please don't be scared to deal with that situation because those are times where, you know, they're going to grow and you're going to grow too. The next one is don't force your own ideas on them because it has helped you in the past or you think you know better. So... You know, let's say that um, someone is telling you that they are been diagnosed with some sort of disease. Don't tell them, oh my gosh, well, this is the doctor I went to, or this is the doctor that such and such I know went to, and this is what they did, and this is the diet that they followed, and this is who they spoke with, and these are the activities they limited themselves to every single day. Um, Yeah, don't, don't force your own ideas on them. And let's say that you're like, oh, well, I think that this kind of therapy will really work or this kind of activity will be the best. Um, And then trying to convince them that what you're saying is the absolute truth of all truth and that they have to do it. And if they don't, they should feel guilty and 
wrong. No, don't do that. Don't don't force your ideas on them. Um, because, you know, whether it is the best advice in the entire world or not, they get to make the choices. They get to make the decisions. It's their problem. It's their issue. It's their experience, you know. And sometimes we all learn from really hard experiences where we take the hard way out. And that's just the way that it is. So do not force your own ideas on them. Second to last one is don't invite social events into their life without their consent. So this would be inviting a bunch of friends over because you think it'll be comforting. This would be inviting yourself over at any time because you think it'll be comforting. Um, and Or this would be like trying to throw parties or events for them or trying to drag them to like parties and events and trying to socialize them and trying to get them out with um or maybe if someone had a really big fight trying to force those people that had a fight back together to kind of resolve it like forcing that to happen when they probably need their space and time and thinking opportunity so that they can problem solve and come back together and figure out their issues or not whatever they decide to do so it is not your responsibility to force, um, to invite social events into their life, um, ask them if they want to do something, ask them if they want to be a part of something and respect them when they say no and just move on. The last one I'm going to tell you for what not to do when you're trying to support someone is to don't talk about, don't talk about them behind their back. Don't, um, talk to your friend group about this person and how they aren't listening to your advice about how they're making it all about them they're being super dramatic they are making it a bigger deal than it needs to be no don't talk about them behind their back okay especially if you're talking to other people that are really close to them too that are seeing them because um, you also run the risk of them telling them that you were talking about in their back but also of just being seen as some nasty person that is just gossiping and finding every opportunity to say something negative about someone because they didn't make the whole situation about you because it's about them it's not about you it's about them so just keep that in mind don't talk behind their back and I know that maybe a lot of you are like oh I don't do that that's fine just keep not doing it um or maybe you think that you aren't but you are mentioning it to a couple people just being like, oh, this person's going through this, you know, and they just won't listen to anyone's advice. Because um, you're like, oh, well, I'm not talking about me, but you are talking about you. And you're talking about anyone else that could be involved. And that's not fair to them because they're allowed to make whatever decisions they feel is best unless they're hurting someone else in the process. So just let them do them. You do you. Stand by if they call on you for help or advice or strength or comfort. But beyond that, just let them do what they need to do and don't talk about them behind their back. Okay, you guys, so thanks so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl Podcast. Again, my name is Sabrina. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and the other episodes that were on this week talking about how to be supportive. And I really hope that you enjoyed it. And um, please check the description box for notes for the show where you can find me on Instagram, my email address for any questions, comments, concerns, or prayer requests, or just to say hi. And um, yeah, I hope you guys come back next week where we'll be talking about something good. I don't know what it'll be, but it'll be awesome. So until then, have a good one and I'll see you next time. Bye.